If his mom had made the decision for him, this wouldn't be much of an issue. And maybe that's the biggest lesson learned here. Don't leave those decisions for others to make. Help is on the way. This is the Retirement Rescue Podcast with certified financial planner, Dan Capril. Welcome to another episode of the Retirement Rescue Podcast. I'm recording this on my 59th birthday, which, man, seems like yesterday I was 19, but you know what I'm going through if you're, if you're my age. 59's a big year in financial services. Uh, in six months, I'll be able to do certain things and minimize taxes that, that I can't do. I won't bore you with those things now, but in any event, uh, my birthday is not of any real significance. What is of significance, unfortunately, is the war in Ukraine. And I'm hesitant to talk too much about that in terms of how it may affect markets, largely because nobody knows. But it was interesting that the very first day of conflict, after an initial decline, the U.S. equity markets rose. It just shows you cannot predict these things. And I caution any investor out there who tries to do so. Also keep in mind, the skirmishes that are now going on were factored into the news. Had Russia attacked with no warning, then I have no doubt you would have seen a major tumble in equity markets. But there was pretty good indication this was going to happen, so it didn't catch too many people by surprise. In any event, if you have family over there, my, my prayers are with you. I hope this war is short-lived. Uh, it's a very sad situation. I really don't understand what the mindset is of Vladimir Putin. Well, I guess I do, but I want to think it's slightly more rational than what it's being portrayed as, but I fear that that's not the case. So in today's show, I'm going to be talking about an article that I recently came across from the GetRichSlowly.org blog. And the, the title of the article is Drama in Real Life, Making Planned Gifts Before Death. And it's written by J.D. Roth, who is the primary writer for the blog. So GetRichSlowly.org, you can go there. And you can find uh, this article. It's dated uh, December 31st of 2021. So it's one of the more recent posts that was on there. And Mr. Roth shares a dilemma that he's going through right now. His elderly mother is declining in health. Uh, she cannot communicate any longer. And it's clearly getting close to the end. And while he never thought of her as an affluent person, as he starts looking at her financial affairs, he started to notice that, in fact, she had accumulated quite a bit, uh, presently about $1.5 million. He doesn't go on to say too much about how her custodial care is being met. It's quite possible she has insurance for that. But he is comfortable that she probably will not need her money, or at least much of it, between now and when she passes. And in the state in which she resides, Oregon, any estate that is valued at more than a million dollars is subjected to state estate taxes. Now, depending on where you live, you may not have such a thing. The federal estate tax doesn't kick in until your estate is close to $12 million. But there are some states, Oregon being one of them, where if your estate is worth a much lower number, that yeah, you might have to pay some money. I know Pennsylvania has a 
a state estate tax, California, Oregon. Most of the states with high tax rates usually do, New York. In the state in which I reside, I reside in two states, um, Kentucky and um, Tennessee. Uh, neither one of them have that. Ohio does not as well. So that isn't something to be as concerned about. There are, however, times when somebody's in decline where there is the thought of giving away assets to, if not to save on taxes, which is what Mr. Roth is thinking about doing. He's contemplating, should I, as the power of attorney for my mother, should I start gifting away some of her estate to her heirs now rather than waiting for her to die? Because if we wait for her to die, the state estate taxes will be higher than if we can give away some of it now to her heirs. And that's a logical question to ask. And he goes through a lot of pros and cons and ultimately concludes he's not going to do it, more out of concern that his mother might need the money. And he doesn't want to do anything that is viewed as self-serving. Now, part of the problem with some financial blogs is they are written by people who are not financial advisors. And Mr. Roth admits that he is not. He's not a CPA. He uh, has no formal training as a financial advisor. Now, that, that does not mean he doesn't know what he's talking about. But as I read the article, I, I couldn't help but miss some of the strategies that he could possibly have done um, that would have potentially lowered the tax issue that he has addressed and at the same time um, alleviate the concerns that he has that he could be acting more in his own self-interest than that of his mom's. So if we think about this idea of leaving our assets to our heirs, do we do it now or do we do it later? We want to really think about what are the pros and cons. The pro of giving assets away now, once you're certain you won't need them, is you can watch them being utilized. Now, he doesn't have that luxury here because his mother's in very poor health. But if you wanted to give assets to your children or grandchildren, knowing that they would use them right away, and you could witness that and you found joy in that, well, that is certainly a good enough reason to do it. Notice I didn't mention anything about taxes. Totally unrelated as far as I'm concerned. You give because you find joy in giving. I truly believe that the benefits of generosity are to the giver, not to the recipients. But very often people will consider gifting as a way to minimize what claim the federal or state government would have on their money. And that is a good thing worth contemplating. Most Americans today don't face a federal estate tax. Like I said earlier, it's close to $12 million. In fact, if you're married, you should be able to shelter twice that amount. So with good planning, most Americans are going to be free of federal estate taxes. The tax that most Americans are likely to face, maybe I shouldn't use the word most, many are likely to face, is the income tax that will be paid by their heirs when they inherit IRA money or 401k money. So while that money may not be subject to a federal estate tax, it will be subjected to income tax. And no gifting is going to solve that problem. Because if you were to pull the money out of your IRA and give it to your child, you will pay the tax. Your child won't pay the tax. But the tax will be paid. Now, it's possible that you are at a lower rate than your child is. So therefore, you could ultimately save a little bit in doing it that way. If you don't have 401k money, 
or IRA money. Or maybe that's not the significant part of the wealth. In, in this case um, that Mr. Roth writes about, the biggest part of, of his mother's net worth is her ownership in the family business. And so instead of contemplating maybe having her gift some of that away, he's only been focusing really on her IRA money, which as he has noticed, while he could give some of that to his brother and himself, along the way they'd have to pay income taxes to do it. The mother would. So the benefits really aren't all that great. However, and it took a, um, a reader to point this out, that if he gave away her shares in the family business, which ultimately he was going to inherit anyway, that they would avoid that income tax. Now, there is a downside to doing that, though, and he pointed that out, and, and it's that if he was to do that, uh, the, the shares, the value of the shares, the cost basis of the shares, would be the same for him as a, as a gift recipient as they were for his mom. Whereas, if he waited until death, well, those assets would transfer and you would receive a step up in cost basis. So in other words, if the value per share for his mom was $10, because that's what it was when she inherited the stock, but it's now trading at $100. If she leaves it to her son, his new cost basis is $100, which means he could sell it for $100 or $90 and pay nothing, pay no federal or pay no income tax at all, even though his mother would have incurred that. What he has discovered in this article is that there's a lot of ways that you can go. And every strategy has a pro and con. One thing he didn't contemplate was the thought of maybe establishing an irrevocable trust that he would be the trustee for, but he would have no access to the money in the trust until his mother passes away. That would afford him the ability to provide some of that money back to his mother if she should ever need it in the form of a gift from the trust to her. That's one possibility. But since he's not an attorney, that was something that hadn't been contemplated. What he also failed to recognize is that in most states, if you give away money simply to avoid estate taxes, well, there's a three-year look-back period. So if I give away my entire estate simply to avoid estate taxes, if I die within three years, that money is going to probably fall back into my estate, which means the estate tax will be paid. So it gets a little complicated, doesn't it? You start to think to yourself, well, isn't there an easier way to do all this? Well, here's my advice to you. The biggest issue, in my opinion, and when I read this article, wasn't the potential of paying what he calculated to be $50,000 of Oregon estate tax. That to me is not a big deal considering it's a $1.5 million estate. With good market growth, that, that amount could be made up in a very short period of time. Now the real issue was avoiding probate, which was allowing for that business to transfer to his brother, to him, immediately without incurring any type of probate at all. Now, the taxes that would have been owed on the income tax from her IRA money, well, he and his brother wouldn't have to pay that for 10 years because that could be stretched out. So as he's going through all these mental gyrations about what to do, there, was a, there is a much simpler strategy. And there were bigger problems, in my opinion, than just the potential for paying a federal estate tax. Here's the final thoughts I want to leave you on this. If you like Mr. Roth, 
are in charge of assets for a loved one, especially your parents. You certainly want to make sure that you do not deprive them of what they need. However, there is a way to have your cake and eat it too. Those assets can be moved out of the estate and still be made available should your parent need them. And in the meantime, perhaps minimize some type of estate tax going forward. Now, again, if the numbers aren't giving you reason to worry about that, then don't. Keep it as simple as possible. But understand that those assets will transfer eventually. And there could be good reason to take action now versus later. This is particularly going to be true if federal estate taxes change. Mr. Roth almost begrudgingly points out that we don't pay federal estate taxes now. I couldn't help but, for most of us, I couldn't help but think maybe he wanted that to be the case. He kept saying how ridiculously high the exemption is against federal estate taxes. I remember when it used to be only 600000 I do not wish for that time to come back again. I have a feeling it will, though. I have a feeling that there will be a need for additional revenue uh, and for the Treasury. And, well, we know there's a need for it. And taxing dead people is an easier way to do that. So in closing, let me offer you some thoughts. Number one, make sure your estate plan is current. If you have not reviewed it in a long time, it's time to do that. If you're a client of ours and you want to sit with me, feel free to do so. If you are not a client of ours, please don't take anything that I just told you as advice to you. Just take it as education. But it is advisable to have your estate plan reviewed. And review it not only in terms of how assets will transfer, but what will the taxes be associated with the transfer of your estate. Mr. Roth is struggling over the fact that he's making a decision for his mom. If his mom had made the decision for him, this wouldn't be much of an issue. And maybe that's the biggest lesson learned here. Don't leave those decisions for others to make. Well, they may do a great job, but it won't be easy for them. They may feel guilty that they didn't do the best job possible for you. And that's not a way you want any of your loved ones to feel. So I hope you find that to be insightful. Again, if you'd like to read a copy of this, uh, you can go directly to his website. We're going to we'll post it on our website as well. But, um, you know, you can go right to the source if you want. GetRichSlowly.org is the name of the blog. Drama in real life, making planned gifts before death. All right. So until next month, this is Dan Capril, and thank you for listening to the Retirement Rescue Podcast. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been attained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a privacy policy statement, call 800-353-7923.